Anyway. Big up the chest. Big up Simeon Taylor. Yep. Yep. Hi, love. Welcome to episode 10. Double figures now, hon. Double oh figures. God. Of Why Aren't Thou. Woohoo! Whoop, 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 whoop. Yes. Virgo season is coming to an end. Oh, and no. it has been one of the most liberating Virgo seasons of yes. my life. Yes. And I am honored, pleasured, thrilled. I'm slightly annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Last time that I'm going to introduce you onto the podcast. Yeah, I'm actually sad because this has been so liberating for me. Yes. It's been amazing. Thank you for having I'm me. I'm actually honoured. I'm kind of sad. I feel like I proper vibe, you know? I know. This has been sick. Honestly. My amazingly talented, charismatic friend, Yasmin the Yellowish. Woo! Welcome. Stand that. Thank you for the introduction. So glad to be back. Amazing. Yes, and hello and welcome to all of our listeners. <laughs> all five. <laughs> <laughs> the knowledge that I've learned, both doing my podcast and just as you as a person, as you as a friend, Aww. everything. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So for one last time, ah! let's drop the theme tune. There we go. Scooby-dooby-doo, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was the theme tune, to be honest. (laughs) So this episode, we're just going to like throw out some... Topics of conversation that yeah. we want to discuss between us and just see yeah. how that goes. There's actually no set plan. It's like being at the pub with Yaz and Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, any topics come through? Let me know what you want to address. I mean, I was thinking just gay shit, really. Yeah, let's um, speak. Sex education and stuff like that. In schools? Yeah, let's talk about what was sex education like for you at school, Simeon? Sex education for me was very uncomfortable at school. Mm. It was still where they had to wheel in the TV. Yep. And they'd be like, okay, so sex education, put the video in. We all stare at it. And it's literally Was it the just... naked people in the bath? No. Oh, that's what mine it was. It was literally like a naked body and it was like an arrow, do you know, like a PowerPoint. Ding! Yeah. This is a vagina. These <laughs> are breasts. Like, and it was literally just doing the anatomy of mm. a male and female. It never went into sexuality which was a massive thing because obviously then it went into sex yeah and a com- and condoms yeah but it was never really that educational where it was like there's all these genders yeah there's all these sexes this is how to have safe, safe sex it was never like even exploring consensual sex yeah it was literally just basic and obviously i still kind of have the knowledge in school that that's how it's taught but i'm hoping oh, well, in fact i know that it's advanced a lot nowadays i think it has but i don't think it's where it should be Okay, what's your... I think my experience was very similar. I think there was no emphasis on pleasure. It was all about the logistics. Yeah, that's the main thing. There was no, like, how to comfortably pleasure somebody. Yeah. In a safe environment as well. Yeah, and it was all about safe sex, don't get pregnant. It was kind of making the, like, AFAB women kind of terrified to have sex. And the boys, or, like, the cis men, were never kind of told about you know how to treat somebody properly and i know Mm -hmm. that they're not the only one at risk no one was told how to ask for consent i think consent is a really funny funny one because it's only something that's come into society in 
common language in the past few years with all the like fucking pedos and shit from America coming out, all that shit. You know what I mean though? In like yep. actual news, consent has only just really started yeah. being something that you can talk about freely. And actually people have actually considered when you go out, you can't just go up to someone and grab them and kiss them. You know what I mean? And it's like... The fact that we actually have to explain that you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. And also the Me Too movement was a massive push for consent as well. That was a, yeah. that was a big thing. No, this is it. So I think at school, I'm hoping that there is going to be a change. But again, like no mention of trans nurse, no mention of pleasure. Um, and most people relied on straight up pornography to learn things. And that's mm-hmm. where we get a lot of issues. It's like, it was like, you know, that show, um, Unorthodox. Yeah. They, the way they taught sex education in school reminded me of that, where they teach as sex is mm. to reproduce. Yeah. It's not for pleasure. Yeah. Have you watched Sex Education? Yeah, Sex Education is amazing. See, this is it. This is what, like, Gillian Anderson, number one absolute crush in my life. Mm-hmm. Fucking, like, Even literally, literally come on. and get and, yeah. me <laughs> now if you're listening. Right, I can give you my <laughs> address, my number. Like, babes, come on. We can learn from each other. But um, Send you your Craigslist listing. And... Honestly, like, the things that I would ask to do to that woman. Like, ooh. Anyway, can um, anyway, you just, like... Sex Education <laughs> is an incredible... Stop getting sexually aroused right now and just... <laughs> <laughs> if people aren't here to listen to my arousal, then they get the fuck off. are at the wrong place. <laughs> um, if you're on the tube right now, you know, get yourself a little private corner and I'll start telling you all my sexual fantasies. Um, no, but honestly, it's a sick show. Um, anyone out there, if you've not seen it, really just watch it. And it just shows that, I don't know, I felt a bit sad watching it because I thought, you know, it'd be so good if something like that actually existed. And it also yeah. does comment on, because it isn't just like this school that has amazing, you know, sex education it is a school that has issues and like this one person played by Julian Anderson is there trying to like give people advice about certain things and it you know for the it's the first thing that I've ever seen that comments on being asexual yeah and that's you an amazing the whole thing yeah I've actually seen it on Twitter and it was showing the whole spectrum of people yeah. where they have gay straight bi intersexual yeah they even addressed that in a little bit um yeah. asexual uh trans there's a few trans actors yeah. in there actually which is actually not noted so yeah it goes the whole spectrum and it's amazing because it's yet again subtle it's subtle it's easy it's- to watch it's relatable i know people i like my mum's watched it you know younger people are watching it it's it's a great step in the right direction mm-hmm. in my and opinion it's the perfect representation of our world yeah and i would like i said i would love to have gone to a high school like that oh mate what i, I would, would do i would have like to even just be somewhere that makes you feel like liberated because even nowadays like i'm not being funny but people like are very ah about how like sexually liberated i am they're like what how dare you talk about sex all the time and i'm just like mm-hmm. what and like i'm so fortunate to be surrounded by such beautiful people and we can just have conversations about sex and like you know support each other through that i just feel bad for people that feel like especially as people that are maybe assigned female at birth they feel like they can't talk about sex they feel like they can't talk about pleasure and it's like it's mad that, isn't it? yeah like even one of your podcasts when I think people were talking about how like men have never given them orgasms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I was just like, what? Like how how have you never received an orgasm from like a man no. while having sex and you've had sex with like several partners? And yet again, it's a it's a conversation thing where, but like it's like in Holland, obviously it's more of a sexual liberated country. Mm. So also, it's good within our friends that we speak about these things. But as a country in a whole, sex is still yet portrayed yeah. as something that you shouldn't really be addressing and speaking about in public, but we should. Yeah, we should. It's natural, it's normal, it's healthy for us to have sex. And the more we're having these conversations between friends, we learn things about like, e.g. 
calm my flatmate, I feel like in Lithuania, they don't really speak about sex mm. as openly mm. and even when i was growing up as well it wasn't many conversations i've never had a sit-down conversation with my mum mm. and had a conversation about sex yeah don't know about because and i feel like a part of that is because she actually feels uncomfortable to speak about gay sex mm. you know even before i came out yeah she never even addressed like make sure you're wearing a condom or anything like that it was never anything like that really so yeah so that's why a lot of the knowledge i have about sex is literally through tv and media and also having conversations with my friends and i love mm. it yeah, I love having conversations about sex with people because yeah. you learn so much shit. And yeah, and I think it's important because if we talk about sex, it's mainly pleasure, really. Mm-hmm. And I think pleasure is so important. Like we live in a society where we're like literally sold to capitalism and we're all just like making other people rich. And the only thing we've really got is friendship, love and pleasure. And all these things can be interlinked or you can have them separately. And I think the most important thing in life is to know your body and explore your body. And I also this thing, like I have quite a few friends that just think sex toys are dirty and they shouldn't own them. And yeah, there's this whole like, oh, sex toys, what? No, I'm scared. I'm not going to order one of them. And it's like, where are people getting this like fucking shame from? It's perception. I really don't like, get it. Literally love yourself, please. <laughs> it's really, really important. No, but it really is. And no, I it is. Of course. The thing is with me, like I'm really into like art cinema because I'm a wanky little artist. I have, I don't know if I've mentioned I'm an artist That's yet. Okay. I'm not sure. You do art? Yeah. So I actually, um, like I, I do art. I don't know if people know what that means. Like I, I create things. I basically waste my whole life like putting scratch. random objects into the world, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, but like I love like wanky art films, like Gaspar Noé and like stuff like that. And the thing, the reason why I like his films, like he's probably a bit of a weird geese. I'm not gonna lie, but a lot of his films explore sex. Like it's got real sex in it, and it's very passionate. And I don't know, like it's nice to see that in cinema because I think if you take it away from a pornographic kind of point of view, it's like it's just like that is life, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. I think we're like a lot of films and like TV programs. I'm not saying we should have explicit content everywhere, but um, a lot of films and TV programs that you just get the sim kind of sex, like under the covers, bang bang. And it's like, yeah. you know what? One of the first times I had sex, the thing that shocked me is that we didn't have to do it under the covers. I thought everyone because had sex so under the covers. That. Yeah. Sweating away, literally. I thought everyone had sex under the covers. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what? People still do though. And those sex, people have sex underneath the covers and sometimes in the dark. They're the ones that are kind of like insecure body-wise as well. But that's such an interesting thing to think that you have yeah. to have sex in the covers. Like, I thought that was legit like, what are you how doing? everyone had sex. Like, why are you not putting this cover on me? It's like, what do you mean? Yeah. You're like, free. <laughs> All over the place. Do you want to talk about anything? Yeah. I actually want to talk about racial profiling that happens <laughs> at JY Doors. Interesting, Both yeah. in Manchester and in London. Yeah. Manchester has it way worse. Yeah. In Manchester, they won't let you in if there's like three girls and one guy. It mm. kind of has to be even numbers. Mm. There's plenty of times in GAY, London, all venues yeah. where I have seen them reject people, Asian people um, that are from like Middle Eastern. Yeah. Uh, like Pakistani looking. Yeah. Well, it happened on Staff Party, didn't it? E.g., yeah, the, the, and that's the second time it's happened at Staff Party. There's been plenty of times, and even outside of Staff Party, I've been queuing up, and they just don't let them in. Yeah. And they say, oh, it's too full, or you're not a member. Yeah. And you don't have to be a member, because no one's a member in the queue. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe some people will be, but, like, and this is ridiculous, because, yet again, this is a venue that is LGBTQI+, plus yeah. and is meant to be open doors to everybody, and for me, it really, really angers me, and they think it's okay, and it's blatant. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's disgusting because out of all the clubs in London, it's probably one of the biggest and there's not many like Mm -hmm. gay friendly places, I think. And so to like 
profile people that you're letting in. And yet they let in, like, not to, like... White, straight males. Yeah, this is it. Like, fucking football hooligans. And I know the issue is you can't really tell someone's sexuality. Mm -hmm. And I do get that. But also, like, if you're going to let someone in that, no offence, looks fucking aggressive and is in their 40s and, you know, there's a load of men on, like, a fucking stag do, and then you're not going to let in, like, two sweet guys... That are trying to... That are just trying to have a nice night... What are you doing? Like you're really, you're actually failing the community. Yeah, you're failing. And the thing is, when we think about like the LGBTQIA community, the people of color are the ones most at risk. Exactly. They are. Like we talked a lot about transness and gayness in this in these podcasts, and I think the one thing we need to remember the most people at risk are black people, people of color within these categories within society, mm-hmm. and I think they are the people we need to protect. Yeah, and they need to be more spaces for people of colour and minority groups to get together and just have a fucking good time and feel safe. 100%. So, yeah. Right, (laughs) Simeon's sex question. Simeon's sex question. Yes, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. How did you pop that pussy? How did you lose your virginity? Right, so... With that, what do you mean? Because this is what I find really interesting about being gay as a person that was assigned female at birth. Um, basically, because obviously I I think as well for a lot of people like me, we went through a phase of sleeping with a lot of cis men to try and be like, I'll find one that's good, I'll find one that's good. So I slept with a large amount of men before I even slept with like a woman. Um, and I'm talking like assigned at birth when I yeah. say these things. So do you want to know both? The first time I slept with a man, first time I slept with a woman, or do you want to know the one that I class or what? Well, the one that you class, the one that you class. Okay. Um, I would say it was with a woman and it, was, it wasn't it was like wild. How old was you? How old was I? Um, I slept with a lot of men before, like I lived in a small town. So I think I was, <laughs> I think I was like 17. Just a small town, gay. I was 17, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just this nice girl that I'd met. I was 17 when I lost my virginity as well. Yeah. I mean, I slept with a guy when I was like 14, but I don't class any of my yeah. male things as... Male encounters as... As anything virginity. much more. But um, with her, like, yeah, no, we just met at a bar in town and she was a student. She was a few years older than me and we watched Broad City and then we had sex and it was incredible. And every time I watch Broad City, I feel this connection of like, you know, I don't know. I feel connected, connected to it. Connected to that because obviously it has yeah. a sentimental value. It does. your virginity. Yeah. Was it kind of just like a standard normal sex or was you, was you exploring more than you would usually? Um, I mean, I was just so excited to finally be with like a woman. It was like your first experience with a woman or yeah. just first like... No, it was my first... Well, I kissed women before yeah, and like yeah, dated yeah. them and but, stuff. And like, but I'd never like Had a properly, sexual encounter like, or anything like that? Well, I'd done bits like, but never like fully like we yeah. are going to have sex. And we did and it was great. And yeah, no, she was really sweet and we're still friends now. And That's cute. Yeah, it was good. Is there anything that surprised you when you had it? Um, Just how amazing it is. Yeah. yeah. Just like, it's that kind of like, I've been waiting for this. Yeah. And I was so glad. And since I've not stopped. So <laughs> <laughs> hit the road running, yeah, not stopped ever honestly, since. Honestly. But yeah, no, um, definitely in the past few years, I've been exploring more though. And yeah, just learning bodies is beautiful. And yeah, I just feel so sexually free. I'd be surprised though if anyone say the time you lost to virginity was very like... Wild. Wild, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think yeah. it is normally just quite like, let's try this thing. Standard. Yeah. 
thank you for sharing that experience with me. Little That's personal, okay. personal there. Um, obviously, I also want to address why there is such a broken relationship between gay men and lesbian women. I mean, it's it's a difficult one because as a non-binary person, like I class myself as a lesbian, but all these like cis women would hate me for saying a lot of them like cis dykes especially the older ones are like no you're not because if you're non-binary so i'm like yeah no fair but i do have a lesbian experience and i have a lot of lesbian friends yeah so i think i can speak a little bit on that topic for me like i never have the issue but i always just see it like uh in media and i always see it in real life as well mm. like it's rare that i s- see gay men and lesbian women like entwining with each other and mingling and it's just like this issue that is there but no one really like speaks about or addresses or questions why what is it yeah it's a weird one because i think like you are right in the sense of like because from my experience because i'm quite masculine and i am in in sense just queer so i the majority of the closest friends i have in my life are gay cis men or like trans men yeah so it's like i really vibe with that kind of energy so it's like it's difficult for me but i do know when you think of like clubs and spaces and like just generally like in general life there is this friction there's this friction and i'm not quite sure what the friction yeah, is where does it's the like, divide come from i feel like they're like repurposing the old matriarchy patriarchy shit but because we're queer then there's just this weird energy i know in the art world it's a specific issue i think gay male artists are amongst some of the most privileged artists there is because there's something about the gayness that is a very sellable thing we look at like david hockney we look at there's so many and i think you know they 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 are very privileged and i think if i look at some of the tutors at my old course at goldsmiths some of the most privileged ones were gay males but they would always like sit there and maybe comment on like queer issues like oh yeah i'm so hard done by but i'm like baby are you (laughs) i don't know if you are so i don't know maybe there's that friction between like them thinking I don't know. No, because when you're saying that now, it's made me like think of something in my brain. Maybe it is because as well, gay men have always been like the forefront of the media representing yeah. like the LGBT community. So like, although gay uh, gay men and lesbian women have throughout time mm. been struggling with the same issue in terms of acceptance mm. and discrimination. Do you know where I'm going? So like gay men, I've, yeah, like, it's become a pr- privilege to be a gay man rather than a lesbian woman because i think well the one thing that popped into my head while i was just thinking then is i think a lot of the aggro i'm talking from like the gay woman side of things like and this is all like presuming like no one take offense please but like from what i think and i think when i talk to a lot of my friends is a lot of the gay spaces in london are provided for gay Gay men men. and i think there is a lack there's only one bar sheba which is for gay women and even then, like, it's never fucking open. It's tiny. It's dark. And, like, it's never really full. And, like, I just went to an event called Big Dyke Energy. And it was so refreshing to have an event that was based for, like, queer women. But there was a lot of gay men then. They were very welcome. And there was some cis men. And it, they were all welcome. Don't get me wrong. But I think there is a little bit of aggro within society. Like, think about all the lesbian bars. There's no, there's so many exclusively gay male places. And there's not many exclusively that's gay female to, places. That's exactly what I wanted to say. Yeah. Uh, same with apps same with like a lot of things like i feel like there's been a lot of push and a lot of change for gay men yeah. and then people just because there's been a push for gay men people think that push has also been there for uh, lesbian women yeah so therefore they feel like 
they there's nothing like these i just feel like the lesbian women don't get as much attention they as don't. much drive and like you're saying there's they not don't. not that many events created for specifically for lesbian yeah. women it's like we'll just create a gay club mm. and it's usually for gay men yeah and they're not really thinking about the needs of a lesbian woman as well yeah. at the same time so i think that's why maybe lesbian women are just sick of the well, fact is we're sick of being behind the shadow of a gay man and i think as well when you go to like a gay club a lot of them especially like outside of london you'll get all your gay men and then you'll get their straight this female friends and they're not gay and like then yeah. it's kind of confusing if you go in there as a gay woman and you want to like hook up you actually find every woman in the bar is actually straight and it's like i think there isn't a place where lesbians congregate and there needs to be a place where lesbians congregate please someone please and i think it's kind of like it is an issue because i don't think it should be separate either but i think gay women just they're just this like unspoken about thing and the only time we're spoken about is fetishized during sex so especially if you go on tinder and i change my thing to like prefer women like a lot of the people on there are just fucking men with maybe a partner looking for a third and i'm yeah. just like a unicorn and i'm like da, 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 da. and it's like i don't know like lesbian sex is just really fucking fetishized but then i think i think the other thing that we need to remember and i think this is where this whole argument gets a bit difficult is when we look at the history of like gay rights and stuff and like what's happened to gay people gay men did go through a lot of trauma with the AIDS crisis. And I and I, I think gay women also did, but I think they were at the forefront of all that trauma. Mm -hmm. And I think that is why maybe they still have a lot of trauma and they still feel. And also when we talk about parents, for example, me being a gay woman, well, that's what I came out as. My mum was kind of like quite accepting of it. My dad like knows, but he, we didn't really say anything. And it's like, I know that if I was a gay man, he would have literally like kicked me out really yeah 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 because he has this whole like macho male nurse and like, i've got a lot of gay male friends that would come around and he'd be chill with it but i know that if he had a son he'd be really proud of his son and yeah. if his son was a like queer he would he would be fuming do you know what i mean yeah that's I a think, really bad shame isn't it i think gay male sex is seen as a lot more disgusting but then this is an interesting avenue that you want to go down as well because yet again lesbian sex is fetishized yeah. but gay male sex is not it's and seen it's like, as disgusting yeah and it's okay to see a woman kiss another woman in public but then another man kiss another man yeah. is uh yeah you know what i mean and yet again this is something that cis straight men are literally not helping whatsoever because they're the ones that are making us like i feel sometimes uncomfortable to kiss my boyfriend yeah in public because i don't want to upset anybody else and i don't want to actually make anyone else feel sick yeah that's, that's what i actually feel like sometimes and it's really annoying because yet again and you can look at two women kissing and it's just like oh that's fine you know? I mean, it is and it isn't because I think the difference is like when I was with my ex, we'd kiss in public, but she'd be very open to it because her mum was gay. So she kind yeah. of just like didn't see how anyone else could like say anything. It's normality and, like, to her also, in a way. she looks straight like she's very femme yeah. so like she wouldn't get much abuse i walk down the street i get dyke shouted at me like most days like i'm not even gonna lie and people find that really shocking and like, i embrace it but also it is kind of abuse i'm not gonna lie so it's like she'd come and kiss me in the street and stuff and like you know five times out of ten someone would make a little sly comment like uh i'll get a room or like uh you're gay or dyke or like all this shit but we'd never have any sort of physical abuse whereas i think i've got a lot of gay male friends when they kiss their partners or lovers in the street they are terrified for their lives and that is the difference you know yeah. because gay men like because other men see it as a threat to masculinity or yeah. whatever they will like try and show their macho-ness and like physically hurt them and that is a difference like i might get words but like 
you are like going to be subject to like physical pain, yeah, and, which is uh, yeah. terrifying. And that's that's also in the back of my mind because I also feel like they still see uh, lesbian women as women. Yeah, so, they're so not they won't hit them, do that. But yeah. a man is a man. Yeah, this you know? is it. So they don't they have no issue with hitting him in the face yeah. or pushing them, punching him, and that's what literally like fears me. As much as I will stand up for myself and say and answer back, I yeah. probably would fight back. It's just I just don't want to put myself in that situation just for kissing somebody that I love. Yeah, and it's know? horrible. It's horrible that all gay people feel that fear. And I think yeah. that's the one thing that I think if you're a gay woman, a gay man, non-binary, queer, whatever you identify yourself, cis, white, straight, anything, if you're here and you're listening to this and you have some sort of like discriminative thought about someone else, um, you just need to, you know, realise we all have shit going on and just respect one another. And if you own a gay club, try and make it a safe for everyone. But what was really interesting, actually, what you just touched on was the issues that we had HIV. And I think it's important to recognise at the moment. One good thing that came from Corona was the cases of HIV has been has, has fallen massively. Yeah. And obviously the transmission cases has fallen so that's one yeah, good thing about amazing. corona that's actually come out at the moment incredible and if you can I'd, I'd suggest everyone to get tested at the moment since we're all like less sexually active also and yeah. it will help put a stop and uh, get involved with prep as well yeah definitely so you want to play a game i want to play a game let's play would you rather yeah let's do it yeah yeah yeah, baby. Yes, yeah. please. Would you rather have the best house in a shitty neighborhood or the worst house in a fancy neighborhood? Fancy and shitty, or like a neighborhood. Bougie, but shitter. Do you mean like bougie as in like. Cause... Bougie neighborhood, but you had a shit house, or you lived in a shit neighborhood, but you had a bougie house? See, I'm the wrong person to play this game with because I don't know what you mean. Like, what do you mean by shit neighborhood? Somewhere I wouldn't want to live or like generally just Somewhere like, run that's down. rough as hell and you put like, there's massive crime rates. It's a shithole. There's no maintenance on the roads. Well, I don't like dying. So I'd have to say bougie. <laughs> and I just, I just do the house <laughs> up. I don't like dying. I've tried it and it's I've just <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I've tried it and it's just not really my idea. And if you had a bougie house in a shitty neighborhood, you'll get robbed. You get bloody robbed, so I'd rather have a shit house and I'll do it up, you know, a bit of Pinterest on there. Yeah, pink yeah. or pink. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, babes? I think I'd rather have a shit house in a bougie neighbourhood. That's basically yeah. living in London at the moment. Well, isn't that's it? just like every neighbourhood yeah. in London, really, isn't yeah. it? Apart from living in West London. Yeah. Even though West London's still a bit rough. But anyway, would you rather peel all your nails out of your fingers or pull all the teeth out of your mouth? Nails, 100%. Yeah, show me nails. Oh, you've got good nails. Oh, right. Yeah, because sometimes when you see girls with boy, boy nails, I'm just like... <laughs> and I still chewing them. I'm like, babe, you're just chewing skin. There's nothing <laughs> else you could possibly chew on that finger. I'd rather have no <laughs> nails than them long stilettos, though, man. Like, oof. Than long stilettos? All those... Yeah. Do you, do you know what I love? I do like that, but as someone who likes fingers in their vagina, it freaks me out, Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Scratchy, same. scratchy. Same. You like them fingers no, in your... No, but I mean, like, you know... In your bussy. But yeah. like when you cut your nails as well, you've that's when the first you've got to be careful of that because when you cut your nails fresh and they're a little bit sharp. Yeah. So it's also you've got to get the in between where it's like they've grown out for four days before you can actually insert four them days. inside somebody. Four days. Do you time yourself? No, 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 no. I just cross the days off my calendar. Oh, okay. So like I'll cut them on one day and then I'll be like, right, one, two, three, four, put and then I'll put a note just saying, Okay, finger ready now. <laughs> <laughs> ready to insert. Ready to insert any cavities. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather freeze to death or burn to death? Freeze to death. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, 
because then you can re like what's his name like Ice Walt Age. Disney because he's frozen himself so that in the future it, yeah he's frozen oh, in one of the Disneyland really? sites so that in the future if they can they're gonna make him alive again and I oh my like God. yeah I like that that's a sick idea I never knew that yeah I never, that's a fact of the day there yeah Mr. Walt Disney froze himself yeah he froze himself he's frozen but burning alive is the worst pain in the world yeah I don't yeah. want to do that childbirth is the second worst pain mad that innit would you rather shit your pants in public once a year for the rest of your life or shit yourself in private every day for the rest of your life? What, public for the rest of my life or no, private? No, so you would just shit, rather shit yourself in public once a year for the rest of your life? Yeah. Or shit yourself in private every day for the rest of your life? Public once a year? Yeah, it's just public once a year. Obviously. Like, <laughs> shit question. Would you rather shag boris johnson oh or donald trump um really i'm gonna go with boris just because like donald trump is some sort of weird like they're both absolutely fucking weirdos yeah but i go with boris because i could sell the story quite easily also like i don't want i like the even the thought of donald trump repulses me yeah and I think the thought of both of them repulses me. Well, I think with either of them, if I give them a good fucking go, I'll give them a heart attack and they'll die. So I'm doing everyone <laughs> a public. Arrest. I'm doing them a public service. This wet ass pussy gonna fucking suffocate their faces. <laughs> On the coroner report, death by <laughs> wet whap. ass pussy. <laughs> Would you rather suck Hitler's dick or lick Theresa May's clit? Obviously, Theresa May's clit. Like what? Like why would I even like? Don't use that. Nah, man. Theresa May, why not? You never know. That's the story to tell. I wouldn't mind that. It is. Would you rather be a cam girl or a stripper? Stripper, obviously. I was. Th- Do you know what? There's a strip club near me where I work. I and know. it's open again. And I was thinking, I wonder what procedures they put in place now for corona. Because imagine if you're not allowed to touch a... Stri- well, you're not meant to touch the strippers anyway. Yeah. But obviously they have the private dances. So I wonder if they're just not allowed to touch them whatsoever, which is... Interesting because obviously it's in terms of sex workers as well. Yeah. So I wonder what they've done now because obviously they was affected as well, which we actually didn't think we actually didn't yeah. mention about strippers. You know? Yeah. So I wonder. I would love to be a stripper. I just can't dance. Yeah, yeah. That's same. my issue. So I can do camming quite easily. So like that's an easier thing for me to do personally. But if I if I could choose, mate, I would be working that pole if I could. Fucking house so hot. Mm-hmm. I would love that. If anyone wants to train me, <laughs> <laughs> come on over. Work for harpies. I would love to work for yeah. Harpies. I would, I've actually considered it, but I can't dance yet. I just can't dance. Okay. Well, maybe we could go to dancing classes. Yeah. Pop and lock and jam. I just want to learn pole. So if anyone wants to teach me, I'll pay. And a lot like, of you've strength, got to, isn't it? you've got to be patient with me though. Cause you know, I'm chubby and delicate. Thick girl. Thick girl, fat ass, wet ass pussy. <laughs> Fucking hell. Can you stop plucking this song? <laughs> it's a good song. Listen. Would you rather smoke meth or inject heroin? We've already had this conversation. Walking down the street. Yeah. Um, Pretty woman. Probably heroin. I feel like I prefer heroin. Well, yeah, I think I'd prefer the high of heroin. I just can't inject myself with heroin. I just can't inject myself full stop. But I would like to know what the high is of heroin because people are chasing it so much because it's meant to be amazing. Yeah. Just not that much where I actually want to do it, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather eat a hot dog full of pubic hair or a cheeseburger made from toenails? <laughs> <laughs> made this one up myself. You know? uh, did you? <laughs> yeah. I can, I can tell. Um, <laughs> I don't like toenails, so it's going to have to be pubes. I do have pubes in my mouth at most occasions anyway, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Healthy. Why don't you five a day? It's all right. It'll do. Would you rather work for Ellen DeGeneres or Donald Trump? 
well Ellen DeGeneres I hate her but like I could take over her show like I would slowly slowly get myself in there and just be the dyke everyone wants to hear on TV yeah iconic would you rather have sex with someone who never showers or someone who never brushes their teeth never brushes their teeth because I'll just stay away from their mouth you just don't kiss them yeah yeah true that's a good one yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I nah, was thinking about that because I was thinking dirty teeth, and I was thinking uh, dirty's vagina, or that bacteria. Oh, no. green waffle, blue waffle, <laughs> green waffle, <laughs> red waffle. No discriminating here. <laughs> I'm dead. Would you rather walk around the supermarket in lingerie or walk around the supermarket with a strap on? I feel like I've done both. <laughs> I'm about to say. <laughs> I feel like that's just me on a Saturday night when I go in that's to get the beverages. <laughs> Um, probably lingerie because I do that anyway but I could wear a strap on don't worry Tesco Rest <laughs> off to the shops mum you want anything yeah and you're with your strap on walking down the street like boom boom I would love that would you rather be told you suck at kissing or that you suck at oral oh, well that's never going to happen for me Simeon yeah babe <laughs> but there is because sometimes you meet people yeah and you just don't match with the way that you kiss that's true i find kissing a really difficult one like because a lot of people that i've kissed can't do it to my desired standard yeah they're a lot wetter or drier there's like a good in between you know how do you have a dry kiss well they just, they're, they're just yeah they're just like and they've just got those lines and i'm like dry kisses <laughs> those dry um, ass lips i'd rather it's be dry ass i'd lips. rather i'd rather be Dal. bad at oral probably have you ever been told you bad at oral no of course not but you just said that I'd rather be bad at it though than bad at kissing because I feel like I kiss more people than I do give oral. So I, yeah. I don't want to be known as a bad kisser. And like the thing is with oral, like there's a lot of other things you can do. So if you're bad at it, it's fine. You can just do other things. Do you find it weird when people don't do oral with you though? I've never been with anyone that isn't a cis man that doesn't. So cis men don't sometimes, but... Yeah, I find that really weird, you know, because one of my friends was saying, oh, first of all, my boyfriend didn't do oral on me. Yeah. Because he thought it was really, like, girly and feminine. Yeah, I went, that's weird. How is eating a pussy yeah. girly or feminine? Please yeah. explain to me that. It's just weird as hell. No, like, oh, yeah, all his friends used to just be like, oh, you don't eat pussy, do you? That, like, that shit's, like, for girls and gays. What? Nah, I always do. And, like, everyone that I've been with does. So I'm just I like... Mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's amazing. Even I've eaten a pussy. Yeah, I know you have. Yeah. <laughs> Mine, bitch. You know what? I had to get a pussy one time. This girl in my mum's bed. Two years later, she came up to me in a club and she was like, you gave me my first orgasm, you know, when you ate me out. Oh my God. I was like, Shot for me. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, sometimes people are really weird about like kissing as well. Once you've like sucked parts of them or yeah. licked parts of them. They're like, don't kiss me with your mouth. I'm like, are you joking? I mean, maybe if you're going like from anal to your mouth it might be a bit mm. but well, still, I, mean, I actually kind of find that hot when tastes a bit of the bum bum I'm topping somebody <laughs> no not taste the bum bum but like taste the poo poo taste the like, <laughs> we, me and my friend Jessie we call it poo light what's that like bud light like poo light oh my god are we going into this now Can't make quick, yeah, yeah right quickly so like you know like when it's not poo it's like like Oh, fuck what is it called like the discharge stuff that's in your bum hole sometimes oh yeah i know what you mean it's kind of like stringy like spit like phlegm. yeah we call yeah. it poo light oh that's what you call it poo light. so there's poo and there's poo light oh so it's like like light poo like yeah. a light version of poo poo, li poo light yeah because first of all i thought it was just like when you douche it was just like the remains of the water mm. in the douche but it's not it's just it's yeah. like lubrication it's about to say it's like a self-lubrication it is a ass, lubrication yeah. 
Who like? Yeah, it's it's just a common thing. And if you do anal, that's obviously what's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's good. Like, but you do you know what? You watch porn sometimes, and have you seen it when they the cream out their asshole? Yeah. And I'm like, is the actual is the actual cream like is that? How can it be so white? It's just cum, isn't it? I'm like, is it just foam? Where it's just like cum that's so been like, like rubbing. Yeah, yeah, and it comes foamy all foamy. Cum. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. Maybe I'll bottle that up and sell it. That's actually foamy cum. A fetishized thing. You'd be able to. There's a niche in the market. You can for definitely. That. Yeah, I wish I could. Yeah, maybe I'll plushie if he wants to do that <laughs> so that wraps up our final episode with Simeon and Yasmin oh. Yellowish episode 10 of why aren't now yet again thank you so much for joining me on these last three episodes thank you for having me I hope you had fun yeah. I've had so much fun I'm sad to leave you know I honestly I love this so much literally the way you literally articulate your words and your sentences <gasps> is so fucking inspiring so so much I actually I'm so, so thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for this podcast. I think it's amazing and it's necessary. And I'm thankful for you as a friend. You're so I have been Simi Taylor. And I've been Yasmin Yellowish. And this has been Why, Why and Thou. Woo. <laughs>